0: I'm going to be honest, Manda. I did actually forget to finish this book. So thankfully, it's a mini review, but I did not finish the book. So it's not required. Did
1: anybody, Leah,
0: have you read this book? I didn't know there was a book. Uh Oh. (laughs) They're like, I thought
2: that's why we wanted to do this episode. (laughs) I'm like, well, no, the movie.
0: Hey everyone, welcome to Adapted for Your Viewing. My name is David and I watch too many movies.
1: And my name is Amanda and I read too many books. We are brother and sister and this is our podcast for nerds where we talk too much about movies and the books they're based on. And today we're doing something different. Today is a very special day because we have a special guest on our show from YA Book Chat Podcast. It's our friend Leah Stuhler. Say hi,
2: Leah. Hey, how are you guys? Super good. Super happy to have you here. Thanks for having me here. This is fun. I'm excited. Yeah. And for
1: once, we're recording when it's daylight outside, so that's really nice. (laughs) Yes.
0: It's true. Usually usually when we're recording with you, it's... Typically, the sun is down.
2: (laughs) Yes, this is very true. I banished my children. They're downstairs watching TV. My husband's on his Um, own meeting somewhere. And I was like, okay, I'm going to record. Close the door and locked it.
0: (laughs) It's going to feel strange without seeing them climb over you. I'll be
1: honest. (laughs) I'll be honest. It'll be a little sad not to see them like doing your hair while we're
2: doing this. Yes, that is normally what happens. (laughs) Well, let them know we'll miss them. (laughs) (laughs) I will.
0: Uh, But today, we will be talking about Enola Holmes, the 2020 released Netflix movie directed by Harry Bradbeer, uh, based on the young adult book series, The Enola Holmes Mysteries by Nancy Springer. Now, where to begin? My mother named me Enola, which backwards spells alone. And yet, we were always together. It was wonderful. Since this is a full movie, our talk is going to be full of spoilers. So if you haven't watched it and don't want it spoiled, go ahead and dive into it first, then come back here to process some of your thoughts with us.
1: And if you've already immediately watched this movie the minute it came out like I did because I was so excited for a new movie, <laughs> uh, or if you're just here to join the discussion, here's a brief summary of this movie's plot. If you would like to do the summary, Leah, if you'd like to jump in as our guest and do a quick summary from memory, <laughs> uh, I always leave that door open. If that's if too much pressure because <laughs> I sprung it on you in this moment, that's okay and I can do it. <laughs>
2: Uh, you can do it. You're probably fine. I, I have my notes. I did watch it last night, but it, it, I was not prepared to do that. So it might be better if you do <laughs> That's okay. Uh,
1: so Enola Holmes, uh, the title character is the youngest sister of the famous Sherlock and Mycroft Holmes. And she grows up kind of eccentrically with her, um, with her mother who disappears in this movie on her 16th birthday, just completely disappears. Uh, and so, Sherlock and Mycroft show up and find out that her sister has been their sister has been living a very different life than what they thought. Uh, she has not learned to knit or do anything ladylike. She has learned instead how to fight and read, which they are very upset about and want to send her to finishing school. And so instead, uh, Enola Holmes runs away in search of her mother and goes on an adventure. And it's very cute and fun and a lot of talking to the camera, uh, which strangely didn't bother me. It was very endearing.
0: There's one part that bothered me. I'll get to that later.
2: Of course, there is. (laughs) Of
0: course, there is.
2: I was wondering, actually, it was funny as I was watching it, uh, rewatching it last night. I I was watching and I'm taking notes and I'm thinking, I wonder what parts David is going to say he didn't like.
0: Is that what I'm known for?
1: (laughs) What parts of this fun, lighthearted movie is David going to (laughs) nitpick Yeah,
2: Like, do I need to be nitpicking this, too? Like, what?
1: (laughs) (laughs) We do have a specific session for nitpicks, so that's just Ah. not on David. (laughs) Nice, nice. (laughs) All right, so did you guys, so none of you guys were aware that this was, we've already established, none of Um, you guys were aware that this was a book beforehand. I had no clue. (laughs) Uh, So this is actually a really fun YA series, and I would call it like a young YA. It's kind of in the middle of being not quite children's literature, but not quite like full-on young adult literature. It's kind of in that middle ground. Um, But they're very short, kind of like 200-page-ish books, and there's like a full series of them. Um, So I read the first one just for fun, just to see what it was like. Uh, And it's pretty different, actually, from... The movie, which I was kind of surprised by, I thought it would take a lot because it's such a short book. Um, but just like two quick movie bu- book facts, I thought it was hilarious that uh, the reason why this got on my radar first was actually because I heard that the Sherlock Holmes like estate was suing this movie over like its IP because its Sherlock Holmes was too nice and like full of feelings.
2: <laughs> He really works. <laughs> well, it, it's funny because when I was watching it, um, you know, I've I've watched other Sherlock Holmes things, but the one that I love the most is the BBC show Sherlock with oh, yeah. Benedict Cumberbatch yeah. and Martin Freeman. And so, yes. you know, I was excited to see Henry Cavill play um Sherlock because um I candy, let's just be honest here. <laughs> I do like Henry Cavill a lot though. Um but it it was funny because I was watching it and I was thinking, okay, Mike Croft's kind of nasty, but yeah. Sherlock is was definitely like really nice. Like he's a lot yeah. nicer than like Benedict Cumberbatch Sherlock is like mean.
1: <laughs> yeah, he has like a soft spot for his sister, which is yeah. kind of fun to see. So you were excited about the Henry Cavill casting. David, how mm-hmm. did you
0: about it. Oh, I was 100% on board. I'm like, Rob hey, Boy, listen, man. I like looking at him too. I'm not going <laughs> to protest He's the He's awesome.
2: <laughs> I uh,
0: I love everything he's in that isn't Justice League because he is such a fun actor to watch. He mm. definitely puts himself into it. There are so many like little moments of this film uh, yeah. that always stick out to me in his performance that just kind of warm my heart. Specifically at the end of uh i just like to point this out where uh he he <laughs> finds out that his sister has solved the crime before he does and he just walks yeah. out of the office yes. and it's just like hey like just like just laughs, laughs a little bit in like a, a brief really moment of yeah. excitement and it made the movie for me it's,
1: it's like clearly a laugh from somebody who never laughs yes <laughs>
2: It is perfect and very good. So I that's love funny that.
1: that we're like we're like a, a panel of people who are on board for Henry Cavill because like so many people were upset by his casting and I did really? not understand it. Yeah, Me I am I am not a Henry Cavill fan. Like I under like I understand the specimen side of him being very attractive, <laughs> but like I didn't really like him in a lot of the other stuff I saw him, but. Then I watched The Witcher and I yes. was kind of on board for Henry Cavill again. So like all of this like nerd stuff he's doing, I'm back on board with Henry Cavill. Mm-hmm. He does decide for him in this
2: role. Yeah, he is fantastic in The Witcher. Like I yeah, he really and it, is. it's funny because when I was watching Enola Holmes and there are just points where he's stand the way that he's standing, I'm like, I can't not see the Witcher in that stance yes, right now. Definitely. But he yeah, he's just he's fantastic. He does a great job.
0: I've been yeah. sold on Henry Cavill ever since he did the reload action on his arms in the <laughs> Mission Impossible movie. Ever since he like cocked his arms for punches, oh I've been gosh. sold on Henry Cavill.
1: That still is like such an effective edit. Whoever did that was like, whoever a did that is. <laughs> oh,
0: I amazing movie and like my favorite. I look forward to that part in that movie more than anything else.
1: Yeah. So so at the risk of this becoming a Henry Cavill podcast. <laughs> oh, wait. We're talking about something else? What? <laughs> what did you guys think of this movie? And Leah, we'll throw it over to you first since okay. you are our special guest.
2: I really liked this movie. Um, I thought it was very charming and fun and sweet. Um, I wasn't sure at first if I was going to enjoy how um, Millie Bobby Brown, how Enola talks stri- straight to the camera yeah Mm -hmm. it starts like that at the beginning and i was like oh okay that's how this is gonna go but i actually it didn't end up bothering me and i thought it was really fun it added some fun moments to it um i just really liked it overall i thought the casting was really good Mm -hmm. and um i love millie bobby brown i'm a fan of hers we've already established the love for henry Cavill here (laughs) Um, it did take me a few minutes i had to um do some searching on imdb while i was watching it cuz i was like i know that i know that guy who is playing mycroft and i had to look yes. him up and then i was like it's finnick He's finnick, yeah. finnick.
1: Yes. i do not recognize him with his facial hair <clears throat> me but that's either. him
2: yeah yeah so and then um just there were just some other familiar actors too The Tewksbury's mother I had seen her in something else and my grandmother too like they were um so I just thought it was really great casting and I just love the there's just a bunch of like funny little moments spattered throughout Mm -hmm. and there's some really great quotes that are in it too that were fun Mm -hmm. and then uh henry cavill just has like what you're like that moment at the end but there's another moment where he just gives us little like eyebrow raise and i was like it was just so perfect in that moment for what just happened but yeah Yeah. i loved it
0: overall i thought it was great he was
1: a surprisingly effective sherlock he he -hmm. came on pretty well yeah he did um yeah what about you david how would you like it
0: oh i also love this film and i think it's because Everyone is hamming it up like crazy in their (laughs) performance. I didn't know this beforehand, but I was just looking up before we started this. Um, Millie Bobby Brown actually loved the books and approached the author to make these movies. or to make this movie presumably there'll be more i think there will be um
1: she's a a producer on the movie
0: mm -hmm. she has a producing credit Mm -hmm. as well as an acting credit and it feels strange to say but this feels like a 16 year old's passion project like she it really (laughs) does has so much fun in this role she is hamming it up it almost feels like in, and i mean this in a good way <laughs> it's like that friend in high school who is just like way too into theater way too into acting and they like did voices when you would just <laughs> talk to them and they got to make their own movie exactly yeah. but yeah. she just has so much fun with the role and you can tell yeah. everybody mm-hmm. else's uh you know you mentioned mycroft played by sam uh Clayfin, clayflin mm-hmm. Last names. What are you going to (laughs)
1: do? Why put another L in there? I don't
0: know. Uh, He is so much fun to watch uh, because, I mean, he's very, like, mustache twirly type jerk in this movie. He's so
1: good as just, like, a stuck-up jerk. Yes.
0: And it's just so effective. Uh, And, yeah, this is a kid's movie, but it's definitely just something that you can enjoy because you can tell everybody else in the film is enjoying it. Yeah.
1: Yeah, definitely. Uh I felt the same way. I watched this, I'll be honest, like a couple of days after the devil all the time. <laughs> <laughs> you needed need it, like something a, different. I needed something <laughs> different. Well, and it was just it was nice to like like we had um my sister-in-law and her husband over, and we kind of like had a movie night together. And to be able to like have a movie night with a new movie feels like such a luxury today. Yes. (laughs) And so it was really fun to be able to do that. And on top of it, being able, like I was excited for Devil All the Time too because it was a new movie. Um, And that was a much different tone. So it was fun (laughs) to have this movie that was really lighthearted, really fun – Like you guys said, Millie Bobby Brown is having a blast through it, and it's really easy to have fun with her along with. Um, The plot is fun enough Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. interesting enough to, like, bring you along. I think it feels kind of like a movie that wants to be a miniseries desperately. (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) Like, really, really badly. But it does feel like um, they're going to make more of these Um, and since a bunch of these actors have already done Netflix stuff, it's easy to see them coming back
2: for another one. So that makes me happy. That makes me very hopeful. I hope so because I felt like the ending was like, I wanted more. I wanted more after the end of that. I want to know what she does next. I want to know, you know, more of with Tewksbury and all of it. Like, yeah, I just want more. So hopefully they do more. So we haven't we haven't mentioned yet. She has kind of a little
1: romance with a <laughs> um, what is it called, everybody? A
0: I don't know, fancy British establishment uh-huh. <laughs> type. I forget. I don't know what his full name is.
1: He's a lord of some kind, but a very specific one. A Marquette? what was his a
2: marquis? I do Yes, Marquette.
1: Marquette. exactly. Yes, thank you. But it was. Um, I could not remember. Every time they said his like title and name, I was like, uh-huh. I have not. I'm not British enough to understand any of these it words. Was, I said.
0: think it was just like a mishmash of British words to induce a laugh because it got a I laugh so. out of me every yes. single time.
1: Yes. However, it was also in
2: the book the whole title, and I still was not like comprehending. It at all. <laughs> you know what's funny is on IMDb they only put
0: Tewksbury.
2: They don't even yeah, put that full. <laughs> yeah,
0: I wanted the full name. <laughs> I think though um, his performance is the only one that I wasn't exactly thrilled with cuz I can't remember a, another character trait about him besides he really likes flowers.
1: Yes, yes, and I will defend, yes, I will defend that. Um he was like the perfect little himbo in this movie and I was so there for it. I thought it was really cute. I was so afraid that like they're kind of budding romance was gonna take over from the mystery and it didn't. Yeah. Um, but I loved I loved them together. I was kind of annoyed with him in the beginning because he was supposed to be, you know, kind of an yeah. annoying distraction. And then when he comes back at the end to rescue her and he has done his signature move of putting himself inside of another object. Yeah. I was like, okay, I'm on board for this kid. I like him. <laughs>
0: He's got one card and he plays got one it over and, it. and yep. over. <laughs> and it keeps working.
2: <laughs> it does. I was like, how did he? Because I totally the first time didn't even see it coming. You know, she's sitting in the train car and all of a sudden this knife pokes out in the carpet bag. Yes. <laughs> and then the end, the guy delivers this big basket. And I was like... What? And there he is
1: again. <laughs> as basket. soon as the dudes were like, this is as heavy as a person. I'm like, oh my uh-huh. god, it's him again. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so like, here's the thing though. Uh, so we're talking about a scene where he sneaks into her academy to try to uh, no exit plan. with zero exit plan to help her escape to you know, help yeah. further on their adventures in this mystery. Uh, my the thing I was thinking about constantly is in this scene is how does it start? OK, does he start with like a basket and then he gets in in front of like the mail carrier with a little note that says deliver to X address? Like I would have been fine seeing that scene, too. That would have been very funny.
2: That's <laughs> what I was actually wondering myself. I like seriously pondered this last night <laughs> after I was going to bed. I'm thinking about it and I was like, wait. Does he bring the basket with him and get in it when he's there? Or does he, is he in it? Like, uh, yeah,
0: no clue. <laughs> does he just show up at the doorstep of like the Academy in a basket? And someone was like, oh, I better bring this basket in right now.
1: I know. <laughs> I'm, fine with, I'm fine with all of this. He's like, there's like been this archetype that has come out ever since um, kind of Thor became funny, I would say. Mm-hmm. Like uh, as soon as Thor, who's like this hunky, serious dude. <laughs> into like a comedic role. I feel like this kind of role has been opened up for us to use in movies and I love it. I think it's very fun and funny.
2: Yeah. so I It was funny. It. I did enjoy it. Yeah. Uh, the thing that uh, – okay. The, well, no. I'll talk about that later in nitpicks. Never mind. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I figured it out. Okay. <laughs>
1: okay. So while we're all itching to get to nitpicks, let's real quick say – This is a mystery. So what did you guys think about the mystery of the story?
2: I really liked it. Um, I, I loved how they used that, like her mother, and by the way, love Helena Bonham Carter like I have been a fan Amazing. of this woman since I can yeah. I can even remember but she I loved how they had it that her mom liked like word puzzles and so mm-hmm. she used like the scrabble tiles and leaving her the notes about the chrysanthemum and the flowers and hiding everything and I loved that like Anola's brain processed it that way too and that she could figure it all out one of my favorite things was that Enola can figure all of this out. Mycroft has no clue how to deduce and figure any of this out. <laughs> yeah. And Sherlock does, but he's always like a step behind Enola, you know, mm-hmm. and he's the one who's supposed to be this like great detective, this big mind, but she is just a little bit cleverer than he is. And she kind of figures it all out first. Um, yeah. I liked, yeah. So I liked the mystery of her, of slowly kind of figuring out why her mom left, because I feel like it was twofold. There was, you know, her mom leaving and kind of the pieces of that and figuring out what that was about. And then with Tewksbury too and who was trying to kill him, um, I thought it was good. You know how it came down to like the grandmother. (laughs) Wanting him dead, yeah. but at the same time I'm like, that's really sad. His grandmother <laughs> killed his father and wants to kill him too. Like that's mm-hmm. horrid. But mm-hmm. I don't know. But I like I liked the way that it unfolded and all the pieces kind of fit together. It was I thought it was good. Yeah.
1: As, when they were having their final showdown and the grandma came like out of the shadows yeah. and i was like oh dang is she gonna pick up that shotgun and then she did pick up the shotgun and then she shot them with it <laughs> I was like, this grandma rules i know she's a bad guy but geez oh, that was pretty right. what about you do? what do you think of the mystery
0: yeah i would say there there there's those two competing mysteries one of what happened with the mom who's trying to kill uh, soft boy uh, tewkes um, mm-hmm. I would say I was probably way more interested in what was happening with the mom by far. Sure. <laughs> um, I really wanted to find out what exactly was going on with her as they sort of delve into all of these secret explosives, her being <laughs> like a secret part of this like killer rebellion type effort for reform uh i was not as interested in the other mystery and i think that mostly has to do with the fact that i feel like i kind of got the gist of what was probably gonna happen at the end i got a feeling it was gonna be the grandmother only because there is this scene where she is walking with enola and this is like a surprisingly long movie and so i was sitting here and i was like why the heck do they have this scene in this movie It it can't serve the plot unless she's secretly sinister in the end.
1: Absolutely. And it was creepy. like Because they're like walking on the grounds together for a long time Mm -hmm. and talking. Yeah, they were. And it feels very sinister. So that's when I suspected her too. I was like, oh, it's probably going to be
2: this grandma putting a hit on her family. (laughs) (laughs) Granny's got an alternative. uh... Yeah, Yeah. I can't think of the word right now.
1: (laughs) Yeah, but I would would agree. I think the, um, yeah, Uh, I think. You know, I like mysteries where there's, like, an overarching mystery and then, like, little mysteries in between. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's easier for a series to do. That's very difficult for a movie to do. Yeah. Um. So I, that's kind of – I've only read the first book of the series. And I get, like, the first book is the mystery of the Tewksbury Marquis or whatever. um, And it's something she solves as she's on her way to, like, run away. She just, like, stumbles on this mystery and decides mm-hmm. to help. Uh, whereas this movie – has their meet cute jumping off of a train together. And then 40 minutes later, they have to like bring her back into the mystery to solve it. And they kind of shoehorn it in just a little bit. And I don't mind it that much, but it does still feel shoehorned. Cause like at the yeah. same time, I am much more interested in why her mom wants to be a domestic terrorist,
2: than, <laughs> right? Whether or not this like
1: goofy kid selling flowers, he seems fine. <laughs>
2: right? He'll be he'll be fine. The man yeah. in the bowler cap it's can't even job. find him. So you know, <laughs> I yeah. did. I I will agree. I did think like after she gets attacked by the man in the bowler cap that um, it was rather and you know she's in her room and she's. Tending to her wounds, it was rather a quick turnaround of, oh, I need to help him. You know, that was it was it was a little bit too too fast for me because she had been like, we're done, I'm leaving you here, I'm going to find my mother, and then (laughs) she gets attacked and is like, I must help him, no choice in the matter, you know. So I think
1: it's hinted that it's because she's like into him.
2: Yeah, but
0: yeah. I'd like to believe I push back on that a little bit maybe not exactly she's into him but I I found the most interesting part of like this story as like a conflict for her to basically have empathy for someone else and not go her own way but being willing to help others mm-hmm. which is a very not Holmes, but kind of homish way. I can see why the Holmes estate was like, "How dare you give characters empathy in in this non empathetic yeah. character?" But it was refreshing in the this type of story with these types of characters. So I kind of liked yeah. that internal conflict a little bit more, even if it was presumably to go help mr soft boy tweaks barry a little bit <laughs> with his like perfectly scruffed hair that just just above his eye line i gotta say she's <laughs> great was. at turning oh. him from like thor to like uh i don't know just like any instagram oh, boy God. yeah <laughs> <Right? sure.
1: laughs> I do think it's very funny when they cut hair in movies and it's like a perfect Hollywood haircut. Right?
2: It's not raggedy or shaggy at all, especially considering she was cutting it with a rough knife. Not even scissors. Yeah. I do love – It should look like a mullet. Right? It should look a little bit more uh, not so neat. Mm -hmm. Yeah,
1: but I will I will say going back to what Leah, what you were saying earlier is I really liked that Enola Holmes was super smart and solving mm-hmm. things before her brothers could. And uh, I think they do it a, a little bit differently in the book where like she solves the mysteries because she has like, she has like insight into what it's like being a lady. So like a lot of her things that she, like she solves a lot of her mom's mystery based on like women's clothing that her mom because it's ridiculous and her mom has like uh basically changed it to like hide things in her dress and stuff like that and so there's like things where like sherlock wouldn't know about it because he's like a proper dude who doesn't Uh like pay attention to women's things and she's able to solve them because she has like insight into the women's things and so i think that's very fun and they do that a little bit into this movie, but they also give her karate moves. So that's Which also fun. Which was
2: fantastic. Which is great. Yeah. And
1: I didn't hate it. Yeah.
2: No. I loved it. And I loved when she went to the tea shop, the ladies' tea shop, and then she heard the noise coming from upstairs and went up yep. there. And it's this whole like women's martial arts class. And it was fantastic. Yeah, and I love yeah, – Yeah, the shots with like her and her mom sparring, her mom teaching her how to fight. And she does – when she goes into the dress shop, she does have that line where when she's changing and she's talking about the corset and the hip Mm -hmm. things being good good places to hide money and stuff.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, I also loved – I also loved the women's movement and I think her name is Susan Wacoma. Fantastic. Yeah. And she, like, lectures Sherlock Holmes about women's suffragette mm-hmm. causes and stuff. Oh, so good. It was so satisfying to watch. It was really good. But, yeah, I think I think that mystery was just more interesting. Like, I liked – my favorite scene was, like, Enola coming to grips with the fact that her mom was, like, creating explosives and, like, maybe her upbringing wasn't as wholesome and empowering as she thought it was. Maybe it was <laughs> her mom training to be – maybe somebody not so good. And I wish they would have like played in that space more. That was more interesting to me.
2: Yeah. I definitely want to know more about her mom and what was mm-hmm. going on there.
0: Yeah. Well, what I guess that's a good transition. What would you want out of more Enola? Cause I think it's pretty obvious that they're going to make more of these uh, because mm. it seems to be pretty popular uh, Millie mm. Bobby Brown, I think, will 100% come back and everyone looked like they had fun. Oh, yeah. And there's tons yeah. of source material to take from. What would you want out of more Enola Holmes?
2: I definitely want more of her mother's story. Like what,
0: mm-hmm.
2: what I would love to see. I mean, they gave they did give a good amount of clips of her and her mother when she was growing up, but I think it would be fun to see more of that and then more of just her mom and what her mom is working on and what she's doing with the women's movement. Um, I think of course, you, you know, it would be fun to see more of like what happens with Enola and Tewksbury, you know, cause she does say, you're not rid of me. And they do have their little romantic moment there at the end, um, which is fun. So I think, you know, I would like to see more of that too, and just more detective work on her part and including Sherlock as well, <laughs> of course.
1: Yeah, so far as gimmicks go, I want Enola solving crimes a minute before Sherlock Holmes does. Yes. <laughs> yes. So if that can keep happening, I'll be happy. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I will say like the relationship between um, Enola and her mom and the chemistry between Millie Bobby Brown and Helena Bonham Carter are so good. Yeah, And um, that's one. Of, that's like the biggest change from the book is that in the book, they weren't close at all. And this movie is really based around their relationship, and it's so good. And so the entire mystery of why her mom wouldn't just take her with for her like big plot, um, I hope it's satisfying. I hope it's interesting, and gives it gives it like a good conclusion at whatever they decide to make next.
0: Mm-hmm. I really want to see. Uh, like, different interpretations of some of these, like, classic Sherlock tropes and characters. Like, I like the idea of introducing people like Watson, because Watson wasn't in this movie. Yes, Moriarty. And having oh, yeah. the idea be like behind every man is like some more clever woman behind him. <laughs> like I'd like to see like maybe Moriarty's wife, who has maybe been behind everything, but you didn't really Ooh. know about that. Um so I'd yeah. like to see them take some of those interpretations on uh, some of these classic characters. Uh, I also want a very specific thing, and that is a scene with Millie Bobby Brown and Henry Cavill fighting, uh, because the fight <laughs> scenes were pretty good in this movie. And I would really yeah. love to see that specific thing.
2: Yeah, that would that be would very be
0: interesting. Yes,
2: that would be really fun.
0: <laughs> with some Hancock. Yes. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
2: um, what
1: about nitpicks,
2: guys? What nitpicks do you guys have? Okay. So did either one of you find it slightly disturbing at all how Miss Harrison like had a thing for Mycroft? She's like <laughs> twice his age. And I was like- I loved it. I so thought bro. it was hilarious. Like, I, I don't know. <laughs> I didn't know if I should be completely amused by it or because yeah. it was funny or just kind of like uh, disgusted, but I don't know.
1: <laughs> I love that like this- like stuffy old school headmistress is like her dream boat is like this stuffy yeah. old government dude. I just think
2: that's so funny. Every time she's around, she's like, "Oh my!" <laughs> oh. and when when uh Tewsberry tells her that the the basket, the laundry basket, is from Mycroft, just her reaction is like. Oh well, it's Minecraft. Well then in that case, you're okay and I'm gonna take this and open it in private. Like I wonder what's in there. Yeah, extremely well, funny. It yeah. Um, I'm trying to think. I had something else written down. What about you, David?
1: Well, Leah's thinking of her next one.
0: Yeah uh one specific thing so talking to the camera for the most part totally bought it in millie bobby brown sells it she like goes all for it okay totally fine yeah uh there is again the scene we keep talking about the escape scene from the academy where uh Tewksbury hides in the basket they come out and they're trying to figure out how do we escape okay and there is a Dora Explorer moment where Millie Bobby Brown <laughs> turns to the audience and is like, how do you think we should escape? And it was yeah. a, a little bit over the top for me. My my yeah, wife turned to me. Bit, she's yeah. like, no, that's a little much. That is definitely Dora the Explorer. And we had a good laugh. I think all of it to that point until that amount of fourth wall breaking, uh, it was because well, I fine.
1: I think there's, like, an element of, like, suspension of disbelief with wall breaking where yeah. it's, it's like – it's easy to believe maybe they're talking to, like, one person or they're talking to, like, a person in their head. And for them to, like, address an entire audience of millions of people Which who they watching, have not done
0: this entire movie.
1: Yeah, so, like, <laughs> like, it's very different to be, like, how do you think this movie should end everybody watching this movie that's a movie right now? Like, it, it felt a little bit too much wall-breaking. Yeah. So, I get that. I get why you were upset it by it. It feels like
0: the movie was going to pause, and it was going to do the yeah. thing um, that Black Mirror did with that episode where you could, like, choose choices, but instead it would bring yeah. up Options like A, they do this; B, they do this; <laughs> C, they and you could like choose your ending.
1: Which the movie was wild enough at that
2: point, I would I wouldn't have been surprised.
0: It could have done it. Right. Yeah.
2: That would have been funny. I agree. Um, that was like the one, the one talking to the camera moment where I was like, "That one didn't work," but the rest of them do. Yeah.
1: Did you remember your other nitpick?
2: I did. Okay, so I am a very like when I watch movies and read books and stuff, but especially watching movies. I am a very detail oriented person. Okay. Like I am that person who will notice if somebody's prop was in one spot in this, in this shot. And then in the next shot, it's in a different spot because somebody screwed up when they were filming. So yeah. what, one thing that I noticed and tell me if I'm wrong, cause maybe, I don't know, maybe I just didn't look at it correctly, but so at the beginning, when Enola runs away and Tewksbury runs away, they both are taking the train to get to London, right? But then Enola's like, let's go to Baselweather. And it's like, they're just there. He took a train to get away from there to get yeah. to London. And then all of a sudden, like, she can just get there with no problem. And he can get there with no problem. You know what I mean? Like, it's not like we had to get back on a train, to go there. They, it, it was like it was a
1: car, right? Didn't they steal that
2: car? She stole the car when they left the the school, the boarding school. Yeah. Yeah. But she went there. Well, yeah, she, she went there in the middle of the carriage. Country. Remember when she was dressed as yeah. the widow? Yes. <laughs> which was yeah. hilarious. Yeah, um, there was
1: a lot of like transporting back and forth.
2: Yeah, that was like that was the one thing that, that kind of bothered me was like they both had to get on a train to get to London, which makes you think it's a For it's far enough away that you have to take a train, but then when they were going back and forth to these other places again, it was like, oh, we got there just so easily this time.
0: So Mm -hmm. guys, I am now on Google Maps seeing how far Baselweather is from London (laughs) because I do not know the geography, and now you have made (laughs) me feel like I need to know the geography. How did how did they even spell this? (laughs) Baselweather. No, I did. I don't (laughs) know. know. (laughs) I don't know. Um, A
1: real is it's do we think not. it's a real clue?
0: Listen, it's English know. sounding enough that they made me believe it. Listen, you could have had anything <laughs> I'm in I'm
1: Amanda from travel Weather. Yeah, I believe it.
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean, cause I was just like Transportation stuff like that. I don't know why, but it bothers me. I'm like, it was so difficult that they so far that they had to take a train to get there. Right. But then all of a sudden they get back to Baselweather Weather super yeah. easy, as if it's nothing yeah. and not far enough with a train ride. Yeah, I, don't
1: know. I will. I will say so. My one nitpick is the callback that they kept on having to like. Her having like a pine cone that she made into like a dog dash, or something like that yes. that dash. she like yeah dash yeah that she like <laughs> carried around with her, and I thought it was something from the book it wasn't, and then I thought it was something that would help her solve the mystery and it didn't so it was just like it was just like something they kept shoving in our face to be like <laughs> this is her childhood guys this is see she's a this is this is her j- yeah. and i'm like i don't know why do you guys keep talking about this thing i thought she was gonna like open it at the end and it was gonna be full of like gold coins or something like that, <laughs> that would have been cool or if they oh, yeah. like a message inside of it from her mother or something yeah something yeah. like that yeah. or it would like help her like solve a cipher in some way i don't know because yeah. like her
2: mom saved it they really just used it as like a it's just another one of those like sentimental type pieces, yeah. you know. Like my mother really does still love me, even though she left me and didn't even tell me she was leaving, kind of thing. Yeah, yeah.
1: Which fine.
0: Yeah. You know what's strange? <laughs> though? To do else, so so many times movies show kids doing cute things, and I just don't buy it because I don't have a kid. <laughs> Uh, And so it's like, okay, I don't really have much emotional attachment to this. But there was something about a kid dressing up a pine cone and pretending that it's a dog Mm -hmm. that was inherently Mm -hmm. adorable for me that I totally bought it and I did not mind that object at all. Because the little girl they played to tiny Enola and her dragon, it was adorable.
1: It was it was very cute. I will say, agree. It was very cute. However, in like a very limited runtime, two-hour movie where they're trying to solve two mysteries at once, that scene is used like six times, and I'm like, why do they keep on? What is going to be revealed about this? And then it was nothing. Uh, yeah,
0: it was update: Basil Weather is not a real place. It is a made-up <laughs> yeah, British mishmash of nothing.
2: <laughs> great, <laughs> but we all bought it. I bought so. it. Yes, we did. <laughs> oh man. All
1: right, so in conclusion, do you guys recommend people check out this movie?
2: Uh, definitely. I think it was uh it was absolutely amazing. It was so much fun to watch. I and I feel like right now everybody just needs like a super fun new movie, something sweet and, you know, that you can kind of hold on to cuz it's got um besides like like the the funny the there's so many like little funny moments in it like Anola I don't want a husband <laughs> and no. the look on her yeah. face and then there's like at the sweet moments like when she was in the tree and Sherlock was down there talking with her mm-hmm. um it's just kinda, for me it just kind of had a little bit of everything in it you know it's got the mystery of Sherlock Holmes and I just love seeing her, you know, a girl, a young woman portrayed, um, just being so smart and so clever, you know, and being able to outwit her older detective brother a bit. And, um, yeah. And again, just the actors are just phenomenal. It's just got some amazing actors in it. And, um, yeah, I just really feel like overall it's a great movie and I would definitely recommend that to people to see.
1: Yeah, I agree. I wonder if like if I had watched it in different times when things Mm -hmm. weren't like they are now, (laughs) if some like things would grate me differently, but it it's super fun, like from Mm -hmm. beginning to end. Uh there's everyone is having fun. The mysteries are fun enough where you're ready for like the next scene every time. And yeah, there's never really like a slowdown that throws you out of the movie enough where you're not enjoying yourself from beginning to end. So highly recommend super fun if you haven't seen it yet what about you david
0: uh yeah 100 percent for every reason you guys just said it's just fun guys yeah. it's just fun you really yeah, don't guys. need more than that like just have yeah. some fun just chill out like come <laughs> on guys
1: uh, so that'll wrap us up for today. Thank you so much for listening. Please subscribe so you can get automatically updated when new episodes come out at wherever you get your podcasts. If you enjoyed anything we talked about in the last mm, like 40 minutes or so, uh, please leave us a review and tell your friends, uh, Leah, where can our friends find you?
2: So you can find a YA book chat. Uh, I'm Instagram. I am on Facebook as well, but I'm mostly very active on Instagram and, um, my podcast is available anywhere you get your podcast, including Amazon Music, who has just recently launched launched podcasts. So that's super fun. So yeah,
0: are we on? Yeah, we are just we, our are thing. we on Amazon Yay.
2: Music? Don't worry about it. We just submitted. <laughs> <our> <laughs> thing. Okay.
0: I didn't want to. I didn't want to miss out on that. I didn't know about that. <laughs> uh, uh,
1: where can our listeners find yeah, us? Yeah, you can
0: find us on Instagram and Facebook. We are at Adapted Pod on all of those platforms. Uh, you can also send some fun suggestions by shooting us an email to stuff at AdaptedPod. Uh, recommend us to some friends, too. We're on Amazon Music now, so why not? Just great way to introduce people to us. <laughs> Uh special thanks as well to Catloaf for our chill intro and outro music. You'll be listening to Astoria Ditmars, and you can find more of him on Spotify.
1: Uh, our Our regular episodes come out every other Thursday, so tune in then to see what we think about the books and movies that we watch. Until then, finger guns, I guess. Yeah, I they can't anything. see your finger guns.
0: <laughs> I see, I see I your can't. finger guns.
1: <laughs> Me and David don't usually go on video when we record, so it's really funny like actually seeing David react to the dumb stuff I do that That's usually hilarious. he doesn't get to see. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I love
0: it. I can usually hear the finger guns though. I know <laughs> I know what the finger guns <laughs> sound like. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh-huh.
2: You I feel like
0: you and finger. I have have oh known each other long enough that I know when you're doing the finger guns without having to see <laughs> the finger guns.
2: Oh man,
1: I didn't know finger guns was such a big part of my personality <laughs> until now. <laughs>